No statements made during the Growing Your Wealth radio show shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on your individual information. Brian Evans of Madrona Financial Services is licensed to offer investment advisory services through Madrona Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through Madrona Insurance Services, LLC, a licensed insurance agency and an affiliate of Madrona Financial Services. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investors cannot invest directly into indexes. No investment strategy, including asset allocation or diversification, guarantees a profit or guarantees the avoidance of loss. Financial planning is an important tool that does not guarantee specific outcomes. When it comes to investing, retirement, and legacy planning, the decisions you make today can greatly impact the quality of life for both you and your loved ones tomorrow. What you need is straight, unbiased information on the most important issues you'll face when planning for your financial future. Good news. You found the Growing Your Wealth radio show with Brian Evans. Brian is the founder of Madrona Financial Services, and with his background as a CPA, he brings a unique perspective to the investment and financial planning world. He follows the philosophy rooted in his tax experience of, it's not what you make, but what you keep. And this focus on tax-smart investment strategies is all part of the fully integrated planning strategy known as the Madrona Bundle of Services. You'll hear Brian's thoughts on everything impacting your portfolio, from income to taxes, and from growth opportunities to long-term security. This is your source of comprehensive financial information. You'll soon understand why they call it the Madrona Difference. So get ready for an hour full of the most comprehensive financial information on the radio. And welcome to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Thank you so much. Welcome to Growing Your Wealth, the radio show that gives you straight talk and honest answers about how to invest better, live better, retire better, and give better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have some valuable information for you during the coming hour that could change your financial life for the better. My name is Jeff Shade, and as always, I'm just here to ask the questions, but the words of wisdom and the solid advice come from the expert Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. How are you doing today, Brian? I'm doing fine from long distance for me this time because I'm <laughs> my home office, of course. That's right. And this is the home edition of Growing Your Wealth. Brian is there in his home. I'm here in the Madrona Financial Studios. Of course, we're heeding the social isolation advisory and just doing things right. I hope everybody else is doing that, too. I know when I go to the supermarket, Brian, I've got my rubber gloves on there. My wife gave me a little mask to uh, wear. And I don't think you can just be too careful. How about you? How are you dealing with all of this? Yeah. In addition to that, uh, even with the rubber gloves, I, I guess people think, well, that protects me. But actually, you have to be careful about that because if you touch your face and, and certainly uh, with the gloves, it doesn't do you any good. So yeah, it's it's even uh, little nuances like that as to how you act according to that. I mean, I've only been out, oh, I think once in two weeks. Wow. And uh, and so it's, you know, it certainly has affected my world. I've done some restaurant pickup food and that, that kind of thing, but really try and uh, limit any other interaction at all. Even my son, when he comes over, I'm like, okay, you're going to be outside. I'll talk to you outside. That's it. So it's all with you. You can't be too careful. And even with close family members like that, too. You know, I heard something the other day that was rather interesting, and it's amazing technology. I mean, how cell phones can be tracked and so forth. I understand that the average distance that the uh, Seattleite moved uh, before this was about 3.3 miles, something like that in a day. It is down to 61 feet. So, I mean, that is amazing how much effect this has had and how it's really changed our world completely. 
And I don't know about you, but I've got, uh, I, you know, I had grandparents that talked about the Depression. I know your father really grew up in the Dust Bowl. Did he ever really talk about the Depression at all? Uh, he, you know, he was pretty young, but certainly the fruits of that in that uh, he had, was brought over on a work train uh, when his family moved or his dad, his mom had passed away young. And uh, his, they came over on a work train to pick fruit and in uh, Chelan, and then went on to Rockport and Concrete, and he was cooking for loggers. So just the nature of what they had to do to survive, he was certainly a product of that. And, you know, stretching a dollar or a, or a nickel or whatever they had, and just surviving. So he, he grew up in survival mode. And uh, I'd say my mom did too, um, up in Sumas. So yeah, it was definitely a survival mentality, not one of excess or, or wasting a dollar ever certainly they they pounded that into the three boys i guarantee you that (laughs) yeah i got the same thing too and i think really this situation has changed the way people think about money these days i mean we took so much for granted in the fact that we could go to restaurants wherever we wanted to sporting events concerts you name it it's a whole different world today and i think as i said people's view of money and how to earn it how to save it how to keep it how to grow it is changing completely Now, I'm not saying that we're in a depression or we're going to be in a depression because I think the world is a lot different place in 2020 than it was in 1929. And the effects of that depression were a little bit different, weren't they, Brian? Yeah, basically the the system collapsed then. There there were no rules in place. They didn't come out until 1933 and 1934 for the stock market and advisory markets in 1940 and, and then later. And even with 2008, there was a lot of banking reform that happened then. So uh, certainly, if your your currency and and your banking and and money is essentially collapsed, then it's very difficult uh, to get through that. That was a Great Depression. We don't have that anymore. But you know, every every black swan event, black swan being the the big enormous event that no one could see coming, and there's been a lot of them. Uh, you know, whether it's nine eleven or uh, two thousand eight financial crisis. Um, uh, coronavirus, you know, there's there's black swan events. We don't see them coming. Each one's going to have a completely different effect on the economy, globally, domestically, uh, on employment, uh, which sectors are affected most. Investment returns, investment direction even, uh, that's that's going to change dramatically here. We have to look at everything we have and uh, reassess and have a different set of expectations going forward for sure. We're going to talk about that on the show today. But uh, everything's changed, and, and it, you know, there are no definitive answers as to exactly how it's going to manifest itself. Yeah, that's right. We're in uncharted territories here. We've never been through something like this where there's been a medical pandemic. 08 and 09, I know Madrona Financial Services was around then, and the Depression had a big effect on the economy then. Do you think that this recession that we're in now, or I mean, I, well, I think we're in it now. I don't know whether technically we're in it yet, but of course, it is here and it's going to be here. Do you think this recession, if, is there anything that we can take from 08 and 09 that would give us any indication as to how deep this recession that we're in now is going to is going to go? There are some comparisons to make. I think that this recession could be much deeper than 08 even was. Um, the problem, One of the problems in 08 is that the uh, Congress didn't do a real good job of addressing the situation, what to do. Uh, they were kind of caught completely off guard and and they they really didn't um, allocate money where it needed to go and so their response was really lacking I think back in 08 
Certainly, they they made the unpopular move, which turned out to be good. I remember I was listening to George W. in person at a at a conference talk about it. He says, you know, I knew it'd be wildly unpopular to bail out the banks, and I did, and we didn't go into a depression. So the only thing I could draw from that, I don't know if we, it saved us from going into a depression, but I know we didn't go into a depression. So I. <laughs> I think it was the right call to this day. And, but, you know, while the unpopular to bail out the banks, it kind of helped create the problem in the first place. But we needed the banking system. We were, we were drawn back upon what happened in 29 when the system failed. And probably the, the primary thought was, well, we can't go through that again. We got to at least prop up the system. And so they did that, which, again, was unpopular. Well, that's not the case this time around because banking rules change greatly and, and limitations on what they can and can't do. And so now we're not faced with a system collapse. Now we're faced with a, with a job collapse, essentially, in, in certain industries taking a, a long-term hiatus. And do they have the, the capital and the cushion to absorb that and come out the other side? And are our buying habits going to be the same, et cetera? So there's a lot of, a lot of things that are going to be discussed in the months to come. Yeah, you're right about that, Brian. You know, when I was thinking about uh, airlines and cruise industries and restaurants and so forth, I mean, it's possible that a lot of the smaller airlines will not survive this. We could end up with two or three airlines. Restaurants, I mean, the mom and pop operations, the very small chains could very well go away. Only those chains that have 200 plus restaurants may survive out of this. Things are going to be a lot, lot different than they were before. Now, those people who had the safe money in their portfolios here, they've actually weathered fairly well in this, have they not? Well, yeah. And, you know, we can talk about the different aspects of investing, but um, I know that it's it's difficult when you've seen markets go up for 11 years to come in and have me tell you, uh, gee, maybe we should allocate a good chunk of your money, whether it's 20%, 30%, 40%, whatever, whatever the case may be, a good chunk of it to something that has no real ability to go way, way up. There's no safe money alternative that's going to make you 20% a year. And so it's, it's a difficult decision to make. Uh, but boy, those conversations with these, with these clients over the last month have been, uh, have been a lot easier because, uh, you know, I, we had those discussions and sure, uh, the upside isn't there, but the, it, it, you know, virtually eliminated the downside on that money when it, the typical fixed index annuity has an annual floor of zero. And so, they, they, you know, how much did I lose? I've had people call that basically only had annuities with me. They had money elsewhere. And they said, well, how much am I down? I'm, I'm sitting down. How much? And I said, well, zero. Hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm like, yeah, they don't go down. So um, having, having those kinds of things in your portfolio, there's a lot of other things outside of the stock market. And uh, again, I want to talk about that today because I know a lot of people out there listening going, you know, all my money was in stocks. And I went to my company 401k plan. They suggested put it all in stocks. Or I went to uh, the guy that hates annuities, he, and they put it all in stocks. Or I went to, you know, and, and I'm getting hammered, and my whole life has changed as a result of this. And I don't understand this. And so I'm going, yeah, um, you know, you can get a little carried away. We were at an 11-year run. Um, I've, I've never had somebody come in and I said, you know, my recommendation to you is, you know, unless they're like 25 years old, which they probably wouldn't come in anyway. But I've never had the conversation. My recommendation to you is to maximize your risk 100% of the time. You know, it's just, we don't do that. And so, yeah, the discussions we've had about fixed index annuities, how they would work out in different markets, 
Well, this was that market that they were designed for, no question about it. And even people getting in now with a low entry point uh, can potentially prosper well in the first year coming out of it, too. So it can be a good buying opportunity, but uh, it's never going to drop. So, yeah, that's a, it's a very important discussion to be having. And certainly we, we should probably be talking about that even more on the radio. Yeah, I think uh, when it's all said and done, people are going to have a different opinion of safe money investments. Greed is a very powerful emotion. And I think a lot of people with this uh, bull market, we're driven by greed. And they're finding out that, you know, just like the turkey that Mike talked about last week in the show here that struts around the barnyard and all it can do is look in the past and it's eating all of its feed and it's getting just fatter and going, boy, life is good. The turkey's got a little tiny brain there. All it can do is remember uh, pretty much what happened today, maybe yesterday, but probably not even that. And then, you know, the calendar turns from October to November and you know what happens there. So it's better to have a defensive strategy. And we want to talk about that, the way that your financial expectations should be altered possibly, and also more about safe money investments. We'll talk about all that in more when our show continues here on Growing Your Wealth right after this. Stay with us. Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans will be right back with even more ways to help you stay focused on your retirement goals. Has your financial advisor called you lately? If you're retired or about to, you need to know how your money is being managed now more than ever. Madrona Financial Services is dedicated to retirement planning and is now offering virtual or phone reviews to help answer the most critical questions about your money. Call them now at 844-MADRONA to schedule your meeting. The meetings are convenient, safe, and designed to provide maximum retirement income. If you haven't heard from your advisor lately and are unsure about your real exposure to risk or exactly how your savings are invested, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA right now for your virtual or phone meeting. Every minute your advisor doesn't call you could cost you. Get the facts about your money and call the retirement team at Madrona Financial Services now at 844-MADRONA or visit them online at madronafinancial.com. Again, that's 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. Are you putting all of your retirement money into an IRA, pension, or 401k? You could lose 20, 30, 40% or more of your retirement savings because it's not a question of if the market crashes again, it's a question of when it's going to happen. Did you know there is a way to grow and protect your wealth safely and predictably every single year? There's no need to put all of your savings at risk. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA. If you're within five years of retirement, the professionals at Madrona are offering a no-cost 401k review and retirement assessment. Protect your savings, especially when you're so close to retirement. The number to call is 844-MADRONA or visit madronafinancial.com. The investment team at Madrona will tell you if your retirement is properly structured. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA. Or visit them online at madronafinancial.com for your free 401k and retirement review. Tired of getting only half the story? We've got you covered with the most comprehensive financial financial information on the radio. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with your host, Brian Evans. Now, here's Brian. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. And in this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about coronavirus and the markets and expectations. And Brian, of course, we're in a bear market now. As I said, recession is upon us here. It's probably going to be with us for just a little while here. That little bear market that we had when it first flipped over there, I mean, it went down pretty quickly there. It was a little bear cub, and it's growing, it's eating, it's becoming a great big old grizzly bear. Now, I know if you're out in the woods there and you see a grizzly bear, 
They tell you to freeze, don't make any sudden moves, and appear as big as possible. <laughs> so <laughs> as far as your investments go, uh, Brian, when we take a look at this bear here, should we just freeze and not do anything suddenly? What do you think? Boy, that's a that's a loaded question because I've I've had many different uh, kinds of responses to that. I've had I've turned away literally millions and millions of dollars these last couple, the you know, last week or two, I'd say, from people that are are saying, "Gee, it's time for me to change everything." Uh, this just who I was with, it just didn't work out. And I'm like, "Well, it might be a little premature just to abandon everything before we have any sense of whether we'll have a recovery." I mean, we can look historically, and and certainly when the when the market's at a low point, that's always the best time to buy, historically. But we don't know, you know, and that's assuming we're in a V-shape recovery, you know, where the market dropped rapidly and then it comes back rapidly, or a checkmark uh, shape, if you can picture that, where it dropped rapidly and then kind of comes back slowly over time as it increases. Or, or are we in a W? I don't know. Nobody knows. And so it's difficult for me to say, yeah, pull all your money out of the market and let's do something safe now. Well, that's like showing up for the party when <laughs> about you know 20 minutes after the beer runs out, everybody's already left and you're, you're kind of late for that party, right? Yeah, I did go to Wazoo in the, in the 80s. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, I, it's tough to advise in a rearview mirror. I, I was, you know, I was talking live on one of the, the radio talk shows and you know, he asked me, uh, the, the host asked me what, what we should do. And I said, well, we should get a time machine, go back in time and do the planning I've been talking about on here for years you know, for something like, like uh, not like this. I mean, I, I don't know about this. I didn't know about 9-11. I didn't know about 2008. But I, I did know these things can happen. And so uh, the planning ahead of time is what I wish had been done. Now, it's never too late to start planning. You know, the way they say the best time to start planning is 10 years ago. The second best time would be uh, today. And um, so, you know, we can do what we can do. And so everybody's situation is a little bit different. And some people are going to have been sitting in cash and, and not invested. And they're saying, well, this might be a great buying opportunity. Some people are very opportunistic, but I think we need to adjust expectations, as I mentioned. I'm, I'm going to give some examples on that. But yeah, that's a, that's a tough question to answer on the radio here, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're the new Marty McFly there. <laughs> you go back in time, and I don't know if you can change yeah. the future or not. I don't remember in that particular program, but nevertheless, yeah, if we had a time machine or at least a good working crystal ball, we'd be in a lot better shape. So let's talk about people's expectations. I mean, for the last 11 years, they've expected some pretty high returns. Are people still in this day and age with the, bull mar- with the bear market the way it is? Are they still thinking that, hey, I'm still going to get those sort of returns here in the near future? Uh, unfortunately, I'd say for the most part, yes. Uh, it's interesting on our questionnaires that we send out when we, you know, we offer a free financial plan. So we send out these questionnaires, and we have some very specific questions in there. One of them is, "What is your expectation of what your rate of return should be on your investments?" And the next one is, "What uh, percentage maximum market loss would you be okay with?" And I cannot tell you how many times I have seen. 10% as far as the average annual rate of return, and I'm willing to take a 15% drop to get the 10. Well, there aren't a lot of inv- passive investments out there that will get you 10%. I mean, historically, that would be uh, zero of them. 
long term. No investment category, passive investment category. And when I say passive, I mean not your business, your trader business. Or active would be, you know, as opposed to passive, active in real estate would be you develop property yourself. You build it. You you do something to it. You know, you're you're actually working. Um, so that would be active. So I'm talking passive where you don't do anything. You just invest money. There aren't any. There aren't any categories. So I get these, you know, where the expectations are really high. And if you are in a category that it, for some time period was doing double digit gains uh, compounded annually, your risk that you're taking is probably very, very high. And so if you're only willing to take 15% of the downside, that just isn't congruent with each other. So we ask these questions to say, whoa, I mean, I have had people put 20 plus percent as far as my expected annualized rate of return, and I turn them away. I just, you're so far out of what anybody should be able to expect that this is not going to go well. This relationship's not going to be good because you're going to be disappointed every single year. And so it's, it's important that we adjust those expectations, especially now and especially given we don't have inflation, we don't have bonds that pay anything, CDs don't pay anything, nothing pays anything right now. Uh, real estate is, is now got some question marks because we don't know at this point whether people are going to be able to pay rent or when they're going to be able to pay rent or you know, how that whole industry is going to shake out or any industry for that matter. So expectations need to be adjusted. As far as mortgages and rents go, and particularly mortgages, I mean, a lot of these companies now, insurance companies, are putting off uh, you having to pay your premiums. There are uh, apartment houses where people don't have to pay the rent this month or next month, and mortgages. I mean, you can get behind on that, and they won't take your house back. So, I mean, there are got to be a lot of changes here. Do you? And also, automakers. I have seen where automakers are offering these seven and these eight-year loans now with no interest, and they'll make your first three payments. Does it look like down the road here that maybe the auto industry is going to need to be bailed out as well as the mortgage industry again? Well, what I'm hoping is that it's just a, a, a long kind of summer vacation kind of thing where you've got three months where you're not doing anything. If you remember back to when we went to school and we weren't doing anything and we're not going to have any economic activity and we use maybe some reserves to get through that. Um, and hopefully people have reserves and companies have reserves and, and so forth and that we can start getting back to normal at some point here. So, I mean, that is the hope and that, you know, that the economy would not have to have a, you know, it's, it's going to be a recession. It's going to probably be a deep recession, but we can get out. We can work our way through this if we can get back to work at some point here. Now, if we're shut down for a year or something like that, well, then, you know, having reserves for that set aside probably isn't going to happen for a lot of companies and so forth. They can't survive that. Hopefully most with some stimulus and certainly, you know, adjusting how they're, they're doing their, their business could, could handle a three to four month uh, break. But yeah, if they can't, then, yeah, it's a different story. And uh, that, you know, that's my hope is that we get back to business here it won't be 100% all at once, but it could it could come back pretty fast because we had great economics leading into this. Everything was, was going along and interest rates are so low. And, and certainly uh, when we come out of this and you know your job's okay and, and you can get a deal on a car, you know, with no interest and you can get a deal and, you know, big discounts and you can get a deal on different things. And, you know, and you think the market's low and it starts recovering and it looks like a good time to invest. Well, it wouldn't take long before everything's kind of getting 
humming again like it was before all of this. Yeah, Brian, I think that's a very good point. It's not all doom and gloom. And I think really in a situation like this, you have to step back and look at where we started from. We started into this recession at a very high point. I mean, I don't think there's been any time in history in which we've had such a long bull market. So take that into consideration. You've lost some money, but think about where you were maybe 10 years ago. I think you're still up a little bit. Do you think that those investors who've enjoyed these great profits, do you think they've really learned anything from this that maybe in the future, although they were successful, that that they'll be a little more careful now? Well, I would suspect so. I mean, I, I, again, though, I'm having conversations with people that, well, my, you know, my advisor's been giving me uh, X percent per year, so that's what I'm going to be getting. I'm like, ooh, that's a that's a tall order, you know. If and it's pretty safe, I'm like, well, with uh, Treasury ten-year Treasuries not even paying one percent, I mean, how, how are you going to get a decent rate of return baked into that when the rates are so low right now? And and uh, you know, you're making a lot of assumptions that may not hold true in this in this new investment world that we're in post coronavirus. So. I, I think there's a lot of people that still have high expectations. They think, and, and I'm even being asked, well, if I move money to you, what should I, my, and I put in the market, what, what should I expect to earn per year? I was like, wow, <laughs> that is not a question anybody should try and even answer. Yeah. Because even over the last hundred years, uh, five out of six years, the S&P does less than one or more than 11. So it's already all over the map. Now throw this in there. How, how can you say what a rate of return will be? It, it, there's, there's nobody can possibly know that. So it's more a, a function of, okay, how much money do I want in stocks? How much do I want in bonds? How much do I want in safe money alternatives? How much in passive real estate? How much in tax-free investment strategies given, and we should talk about this in this show, given what I think tax rates are going to have to be to start paying for some of this uh, unlimited printing of money through the, the various acts that Congress has passed. Yeah, I really do think that taxes are going to go up, and that is going to be an even more important consideration in designing your portfolio, not only defenses, but also tax mitigation. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. My name is Jeff Shade. Thanks for joining us here. By the way, if you have questions of Brian Evans and you want to talk to an advisor here at Madrona Financial Services, you can always give them a call. 844-MADRONA is the telephone number, 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And there are a lot of electronic ways that you can have a consultation here, not only by the old-fashioned telephone, but there's Zoom and any number of ways that, you know, Brian can see you, you can see him, and he can show you charts, all that sort of thing. So once again, if you want a little reassurance or maybe you want a second opinion about your portfolio, dial 844-MADRONA and talk to an advisor. You can also request an appointment online, no cost, no obligation, at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. You're listening to Growing Your Wealth. A quick timeout is just ahead. We'll be right back to talk more about the current financial situation and taxes when our show continues after this. Stay tuned for more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, the show you can't afford to miss. The word volatile is rarely used when describing something desirable. It's usually not associated with pleasant outcomes and doesn't sound very appealing unless you're describing a roller coaster or some other thrill ride. And when it comes to your retirement plan, volatile is the last word you want to hear when talking about your nest egg. At Madrona Financial Services, we like to focus on other words when it comes to retirement planning. Words like predictability, opportunity, and security. And while we may live in volatile times, there are strategies that you could be using 
using right now to lessen or even possibly eliminate its impact on your portfolio. If you're concerned about your exposure to market volatility, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA to schedule your complimentary review. We'll perform a risk analysis of your current portfolio and then discuss the ways we can help you achieve your retirement goals without taking unnecessary chances with your nest egg. Take back control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA or visit us at madronafinancial.com. In today's fast-paced world, we're used to having information at our fingertips. And when you're trying to research something, more information is always better, especially when it comes to retirement planning. That's why Brian Evans, founder of Madrona Financial Services, has made his 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement available for free. You can get your free copy by visiting madronafinancial.com. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement covers the basics of retirement planning. Brian shares his thoughts on investing, taxes, estate planning, lifestyle, and more. As a CPA and investment advisor, Brian has the knowledge to help make your retirement planning process manageable. Brian has also been a featured speaker on CNBC and Fox Business. The 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement will give you a thorough analysis from an expert. Madrona Financial offers beneficial information to properly prepare for retirement. Get your free copy of the 2020 edition of the Little Red Book of Retirement by visiting madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. You can't build a house with just one tool, and you can't plan for retirement without an integrated, comprehensive strategy. If you want to get more information on the Madrona bundle of services, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or go to madronafinancial.com. Now, back to more of Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about investing post-coronavirus. And Brian, a lot of change is taking place here. There are stimulus checks going out to most Americans, $1,200 for an individual, $2,400 for a couple. Those should be in the mailboxes or direct deposited by the end of April, possibly a little bit longer. Some other changes that are as a result of this whole situation we're in is that the required minimum distributions is going to be changing too a little for 2020. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, the uh, RMDs are, are going to be suspended for a year. Not sure that's as big a deal as some people might think. I, I do have a lot of people come to me, oh, I don't want to pay RMDs. I don't want to take my, my money. I'm like, why? Don't you want some money in your retirement every year? And don't you want to spread it out so your income tax bracket isn't too high? And they sometimes go, oh, yeah, that's right. I, I'm leaving money to my kids. And someday anyway, I, I guess it's okay if I spend some of it while I'm alive. I'm like, yeah, that's what I was thinking. But, you know, for other people, they just have plenty of other money and they don't want to be taxed in their bracket. And maybe they're in a higher bracket, they think, than their kids are going to be. And they have very altruistic in that respect. So, but yeah, you don't have to take it. But I would say there should be a discussion first before you just unilaterally say that, you know, I don't want any money out of my retirement account because I don't want to pay tax. Someone's going to pay tax on that money someday. So you can't avoid that one. I've also read that these stimulus checks will not be subject to tax. So I want to talk about taxes, the favorite subject of uh, most people and particularly CPAs. And I know that you are still a CPA and started out as one. That's how you started your business. So, you know, with the stimulus checks, with uh, unemployment insurance, uh, I mean, the claims that are going out there, there's a lot of money going out 
from the U.S. government, and where do you think they're going to get the money to repay this? It's going to be taxes. So I would imagine, Brian, and tell me if I'm wrong, that tax mitigation is probably going to go rocket to the top of the list here when you're designing these portfolios. True or false? That is true. I'm already having discussions with prospective clients about that, how they're they're kind of reading the tea leaves here, and they're pretty obvious that if we're going to add many, many, many trillions of dollars to our debt essentially overnight here, that's going to limit our ability to borrow as much in years ahead, or we're going to have to dramatically increase income taxes. I mean, I just, you know, I know that Seattle City Council is trying to pass an income tax on people in Seattle. Now, currently, that's unconstitutional. And so I don't know why they wasted their time going through the courts just to have them tell them, uh, by the way, everybody knows this, and you should too. It's unconstitutional. Why are you wasting our time? But they did anyway. But they're going to keep pushing for that, and eventually they might get a court that agrees with them. Yeah, we gotta, we're going to have the highest sales tax, high property tax, head tax, a house tax, a wealth tax, an income tax. I mean, there's going to be no end to appetite for income tax and other taxes, uh, from a, especially from cities and municipalities and states that whose revenue is just, just completely decimated by this. I was reading that New York has about $4 billion in assets in their pension plan to cover over $100 billion of promises. And now they don't have anybody paying the New York sales tax, the city of New York tax, the state income tax tax, the borough tax, all these different taxes they have there. Where's that revenue coming from? They were already only funding 4% of what their, their liability was. Chicago, I think, is even worse. So these cities are, are, you know, are not going to have the money they used to have and they were already in terrible, terrible shape. Uh, many of them, San Francisco, again, Ill- uh, Chicago, New York, uh, a lot of these kinds of cities are in terrible financial shape before all of this. Now they're going to be even worse. So absolutely, getting income tax strategies baked into your portfolio could be one of the most important things that you do right now, rather than trying to figure out what your rate of return is going to be on the stock market in the next couple of years. How about making sure whatever is there for the rest of your life is made potentially income tax free? Well, Brian, I think as most people know, we've been in a historically low tax situation here. Uh, businesses, uh, corporations have had low taxes. We know that those are going to be changing. I mean, tax rates are going to go up. I think I remember you telling me about uh, the Beatles song, The Tax Man, how, how much the taxes were back in that day. 95%. There's one for you, 19 for me, because I'm the yeah. tax man. So it was 95%. <laughs> Yeah, so we've seen some high taxation there. I don't know if we'll see that again. Anything is possible, but I do know one thing, that if I've got money to invest with uh, a firm such as Madrona Financial, the taxes are going to be very high on my list of priorities, and it does help that you have Bauer Evans CPAs here as well as Madrona Financial Services. That puts you at a competitive advantage, doesn't it, having both those firms under one roof? Enormously, and you know, you just mentioned something interesting. It occurs to me, you say, I don't think the rates are going to be like that. But, of course, we did have the 94% bracket in the United States post-World War II. And I've been telling people, this feels like World War III. It's just that this time our enemy is invisible. It is a world war. It's a war against a virus. And it's going to have a huge economic impact, just like World War II. And there's going to have to be a lot of tax revenue generated in order to pay for all the spending. Uh, back then, it was for the, the war effort, and this time it was for you know, basically uh, to get the economy back in shape. And so it's got a lot of similarities. So I can see those those brackets being very, very high. 
And so, yeah, it's very important uh, that we try and not pay income tax on what we're doing. I, I've talked to a lot of people over the years. You know, I talk about Delaware Statutory Trust on the show all the time. But I'll meet with people and they'll say, you know, I don't mind being a landlord. I know I'm 75 and I should probably stop. But, you know, I've got such demand for my places. Uh, my tenants always pay on time. It's not that hard. No big deal. I think I'll just keep being a landlord. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But now I think things are going to change. I think they're going to go through the next six months and go, wow, uh, I didn't get some rent payments. I had to evict people, people that lost their jobs. It was the worst six months of my life. I'm completely stressed out. I'm 75. I never should have stayed being a landlord. And that, you know, that's just one example I might come up with. But there's going to be a lot of pain both from the tenants that are struggling to pay their rent and from the landlords that are struggling to know what to do with tenants that can't pay their rent. And they may decide, wow, that was the last straw there. I really can't do this anymore. I should have, you know, whatever you should have done doesn't matter, but I, I really need to think about getting out of this. I can't handle it anymore. And that's where I think I'm going to be getting a lot of calls on Delaware Statutory Trust so that people can get out of trying to manage their own portfolio of real estate and let it be professionally managed uh, in a more diversified setting. Yeah, that's right. And there's a moratorium on evictions, too, as a result of the coronavirus. So, you know, if you're an active landlord and someone just can't pay their rent, I mean, you're kind of stuck right there. And as you said, I mean, they were getting along, getting their rents and so forth. Taxes were at a level. But now, you know, taxes all across the board are going to go up. So a Delaware Statutory Trust might be a good answer for someone who wants to get out of that and defer those taxes down the road. Delaware Statutory Trust, interesting concept there. We do have a website for that. It's madrona1031.com. If you've got some active property that you're managing right now, investment property, log on to madrona1031.com, read all about it, and then if you've got questions, call Brian at 844-MADRONA. So Brian, as you said, taxes are going to go up. What are some of the tax-deferred strategies that you may employ uh, now to help people out with those high taxes in the future? Yeah, in addition to the DST, which is tax deferral and potentially tax elimination strategy due to the step-up in basis, you know, I've also been talking to clients about fixed-index universal life policies, allowing for the buildup of uh, the underlying accumulation value using an underlying index with an annual floor of zero. And, uh, uh, you know, depending on what index you pick, uh, uh, a certain upside on them, too, with a ceiling. But those can be a real nice way to do it because uh, you'll be pulling money out in your retirement. You'll have that option uh, from the buildup, income tax-free. And then when you pass away, there'll be death proceeds paid to your heirs, also income tax-free. So you're converting gains for the essentially rest of your life and into cash flow. It's income tax-free no matter what the rates are and a death benefit. Uh, in addition to that, certainly want to look at uh, Roth conversions, especially if your income happened to go down a lot. Let's say it, you, you used to make a whole bunch of money and you're a sole proprietor and now your business is suffering and your taxable income is really low. Might be a good idea to, to do a tax projection, which my office does for my clients. I give it to one of my CPAs. We do a tax projection. I'll say, well, let's max out the lower brackets here with an IRA conversion into a Roth so that we know that going forward, any earnings uh, coming out of that will be income tax free. Anything that comes out of it at all will be income tax free out of the Roth because we took a hit now. But the hit we took now was at a lower bracket than we'll ever see probably the rest of our life, both from the fact that we are in a low bracket uh, place right now and by the fact that maybe their income was 
particularly down in a given year. So he has some real tax planning opportunities there. So as Brian said, I mean, it's a real advantage to have Bauer Evans CPAs here because they're all those tax pros that are working alongside your investment planners and the two of them speaking together can do a good job on minimizing taxes. And boy, I tell you, Brian, I mean, tax-free is really music to my ears. And that's one of the reasons I like the fixed index universal life products, Brian, is because you can borrow against your future death proceeds. And we all know that the death proceeds are tax-free. You're listening to Brian Evans on Growing Your Wealth. Glad you could join us here on this fine Saturday. We're getting through this together. Brian is at his home there as a beautiful lakefront f- home, and I am here in the comfy uh, confines of the Madrona Financial Studios, and uh, our work continues to go on for you. Again, if you have questions of uh, Brian or an advisor here at Madrona Financial Services and you'd like to maybe talk about tax mitigation and how they can help you with your future portfolio plannings, call 844-MADRONA. That's 844-M-A-D-R-O-N-A. And of course, you can request your no-cost, no-obligation consultation online at madronafinancial.com. That's madronafinancial.com. No better time than now to get a hold on your finances. We're going to take a quick break, Brian. When we come back, we'll continue with our show after this brief timeout. Stay with us. Discussing the financial issues that matter most to you. We'll be right back with more Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Time for today's edition of Growing Your Wealth, presented by Madrona Financial. Here's Brian Evans. With the social distancing that a lot of people are instigating in their lives right now, people have asked about, well, how can I come see you? I don't really want to drive out to your office and definitely want to, but I'm a little nervous about that. And so I definitely want to make our services available to people and more available. And I think we've really come on something. I've been working from my home office much more, and I've actually been able to have more meetings than I had in the past. Because in the past, you know, you got to get in your car, drive all the way out to park and walk in, get your coffee, talk a little bit, get to know each other. And now I've been doing a lot of meetings just on the phone. And so I want to offer to people that qualify for potential investors through Madrona Financial that I can offer more in-person meetings over the phone and make it a lot more easy for people to access me. We can get right down to your questions and you don't have to have a full financial plan. You don't have to come see me. You don't have to have all this other stuff done. A lot of people need just some guidance right now that they can know what's going on with their portfolios, get certain questions answered, maybe get a little guidance or just have somebody to bounce some stuff off. And so I want to make sure that people know that that's available, that we can offer that. Certainly in these times, I want to be available for people so they can get answers to some of the complex investment questions they may not be getting elsewhere. And that was Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans, Madrona Financial, investments, retirement, taxes, and legacy. MadronaFinancial.com. Get your free copy of Brian's latest book, The Complete Book of Retirement. It covers everything from the basics of retirement planning to passive real estate investing. Arm yourself with information and take control of your retirement. Call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for your free copy or visit MadronaFinancial.com. Do you ever worry if your CPA and financial advisor are on the same page? You won't have to if you call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA or visit them at madronafinancial.com. Now, back to Growing Your Wealth with Brian Evans. Welcome back to the show. I'm Brian Evans, CEO of Madrona Financial Services and Bauer Evans CPAs. In this segment, we're going to continue our discussion about investing post-coronavirus, adjusting expectations, and things that you might be thinking about as you're planning ahead. 
That's right, Brian. A lot of people are thinking about their employment status. I mean, if they're in their 60s or so, maybe they planned on working until they were 70 years of age, but now they're going, well, there may not be any work for me, so they may file for Social Security a little bit early, and uh, that is going to really throw a wrinkle into their plans because you can only make $18,250 if you file for Social Security now until you reach full retirement age. But on the issue of employment, I've been reading about, of course, everyone knows that restaurants have laid off all of their people, most of their people except for those people who can handle the takeout and delivery and that sort of thing. You can't really go into a mainstream clothing store and buy clothes or a department store, anything like that. So, Brian, it looks like companies are under a lot of pressure to reduce their employment payrolls. Yeah, you know, I think there's going to be a lot of companies out there that might be looking for uh, early retirement uh, you know, volunteers or be laying off staff that, you know, they just don't need what they needed before. Uh, certainly that that could be, I, I have no idea, but it could be an issue with Boeing. You know, they, they already had issues with the 737 MAX and with this coming along too and, and that industry being affected like it is, it would not shock me if they uh, had to get to that too. And and one of the things that, you know, whether it's Boeing or any other company, and I don't know, again, what who's going to do what going forward now make that clear. But one of the things that is interesting to me is people come to me and go, well, my advisor is, you know, XYZ advisor and my company told, you know, picked them. So I guess I just use them. And I'm like, well, you know, they have a big name. They're, they're huge. But you may think that that person on the letterhead or that company that you're getting their top person working with you. But uh, pretty much uh, I'm going to guarantee you're not. And so you might be have someone who's very nice and has lots of experience, but more likely you have somebody that's maybe limited in their experience and they're limited in their product knowledge and their tax knowledge or estate planning, trust, real estate, business knowledge, all these different things. And so I, I'll pick on Boeing uh, right now. I know that they have a company that they, they have put in place that they expect all their employees to go to. I know the person whose name is, you know, the most prominent uh, with that. I've even heard him state that no one should ever go anywhere else except for them. I think it's malpractice. I'm like, really? So your advisor in that Boeing office is a CPA and an estate planner and, a re- and all these other things that we are. And and I'm like, uh, boy, that that to me was malpractice just making that statement. But, uh, you know, so I'm, I'm just asking people to consider if you feel kind of locked in, pigeonholed, well, this is who they assigned me. I guess that's my advisor. You're not pigeonholed or locked in. You, I would recommend you get a second opinion because whoever you're talking to pretty much guarantee doesn't have the same experience that I have or my advisors have. And so maybe it's a good time to get that second opinion because we might be able to bring up stuff that they just cannot. They're not allowed to. They don't have the experience level. They're, they're told what to do and how to do it, how to sell it. Stocks and bonds, and, and we all know if you're heavy in stocks and, and so forth, you probably got hurt pretty bad recently. And so having these other alternatives is, is critical now. So I just suggest that if you think you're kind of locked into to a particular advisor, whether it's through your 401k plan at work, or you've been with someone forever, or is your parent's advisor, or you don't want to hurt their feelings, all these different things, it's okay to get a second opinion. And then from that, you can make a good choice as to what's best for you. So as Brian said, you're not locked into that advisor on the top of the letterhead there. 
when it comes to retirement, I think I'd want a second or a third opinion on that. So if you want a second or third opinion, simply call an advisor at Madrona Financial Services, 844-MADRONA. There's no cost. There is no obligation for that. You can also request your second or third opinion online at madronafinancial.com. Brian, I would imagine that over your career, you've had a number of people that are clients now who've come to you and said, look, my company is offering me a voluntary retirement. They're offering me a lump sum or they're offering me a certain amount of money every month. What has been your advice to those people? I mean, do you have to talk to every individual to really figure out what's right for them or are there just general guidelines to go by? Yeah, I do have to talk to those individuals. And certainly if if somebody is retiring from Boeing, for instance, they have that option. You can take uh, your VIP, your 401k plan out, but separately, you have a choice between a lump sum payout or a pension, uh, an annuity uh, for life only uh, with a flat payout. And so every situation is different. I I did want to mention here, though, a lot of people are going, well, I can't come see you. I can't have an appointment. I've got all these questions. We are uh, still having meetings. In fact, I'm probably having more meetings now than I did when I was going into the office because people are are just using, you know, either just the phone or a Zoom meeting or a Microsoft uh, uh, product meeting uh, where we can share screens. We can do video conferencing. We can do just, again, just phone calls. So we are open for business. We are having these meetings. We just aren't sitting uh, four feet across from each other anymore in our offices. And so there's a lot of questions around taking a lump sum versus the annuity. Certainly with the annuity that's offered through a pension plan, if you pass away prematurely, uh, the residual value of that annuity is zero for your heirs, period. And so a lot of people don't like that because what if? And they want to, you know, it's a big part of their, their assets they want to leave behind if they die prematurely. And so that's an issue. Also, a lot of the times the payouts aren't very good. And basically, most of it's just your own money coming back to you for the next 20 years or so, you know, and then you're going, well, gee, I'm already 65, I'll be 85. So I start getting profit from this thing at 86. I'm like, yeah. So, you know, they might decide that's not such a good deal. Other plans I've looked at and go, wow, they're paying you a whopping amount of your lump sum. Absolutely take the lump sum. Do not roll that money over to me. Uh, So it's the longevity you expect, your other assets, cash flow, your risk tolerance. Uh, There's a lot of of things that go and the payout of the company itself relative to the annuity amount. Now, right now, annuities aren't paying very much, especially those kinds. The interest rates are so low, uh, annuity companies rely on on bond uh, yields to fund a lot of what they can pay out. Well, bond yields have gone to next to nothing. And so there's not a whole lot of money there. That's why I say a lot of the payouts, just your own money coming back to you. It's not ready to return. It's just your own money because it's it's a liquidating, depreciating balance. And so, uh, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I probably just lost half my, my audience, but <laughs> there's a lot that goes into the analysis of the lump sum versus the monthly checks. Brian, if you're getting a pension or you're going to get a pension too, I think every year they have to advise you as to the status of your pension, how much money is in there, what sort of shape they're in, and where that money is invested. And taking a look at my own pension statement in a previous life, I was a member of Screen Actors Guild, and so I I do get that pension. And I noticed that my pension fund is invested 48% in the market. Is that something that you would want to consider when you decide, should I, you know, continue, should I just take a payout or should I take it on a monthly basis? There are people that uh, are concerned about that, especially now. Um, And as I mentioned earlier in the show, you got cities like New York that their pension is funded so inadequately. There's basically no shot. Uh, Chicago, Illinois, 
systems too, they have no shot of coming up with the money to pay the pensions they promised. They promised huge pensions to their public employees. They just don't have the money. And I don't know how they're going to, they can't print it. I, you know, they're not going to print Illinois dollars, you know, and, <laughs> and uh, distribute those. So I, I think that there are some concerns about that. Now, most pensions are not the same as their company. You know, they're, they're in a trust account and they have a whole different kind of thing. But where it's a defined benefit pension, there's, uh, there is some guarantee, pension benefit guarantee uh, fund. But, you know, if, if everybody's having a run on that fund, they'll run out of money too. And so that is a consideration in, in the, the thought process of whether to take a lump sum versus the monthly. Yeah, I think whoever's managing those pensions needs to maybe rethink their investment strategy. I was a little shocked to see when it was 40-some percent in the uh, stock market. But again, you know, these are all questions that you have to ask an advisor individually. And of course, uh, uh, Brian's team here at Madrona Financial Services is waiting for your questions. Not only that, but at Bauer Evans CPAs as well, too. So, Brian, let's sum all this up about adjusting expectations. What does that mean? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, as I mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of people are thinking, well, I'd like to earn 10% a year on my investments without taking too much risk. And that's just not very realistic. Again, the biggest investment category in the world is bonds. And bonds are paying next to nothing. The 10-year treasury has been fluctuating. It's gone as low as half of a percent for 10 years. And so half a percent a year is not going to get it done to get your, your high rate of return. And again, that's the biggest asset class out there. You can get higher yields, but they took a hit. Uh, the high yield bond market took a big hit. I know people that were in uh, high yield uh, mortgage REITs, and they took the biggest hit of all because they're an illiquid asset. And it's a tough time. Uh, banks are having trouble trying to price risk and, and make loans right now. So real estate can be under pressure. Different real estate will be under pressure in differing amounts, whether it's apartments, industrial, um, self-storage, or senior housing, student housing. There's going to be all kinds of, of analysis that needs to be done there. The stock market itself, of course, has been so volatile. What can you, can, how can you say what your rate of return is when the last four years you're you're negative right now. Well, long term, you're probably very positive. So it's tough to put a number on that. So we just have a lot of uh, reassessment, you know, and, and uh, certainly we we talked about uh, safe investment strategies like fixed index annuities or income tax free strategies like Delaware Statutory Trust potentially and fixed index universal life, Roth conversions, all of that. So there's just a, I, I think we have to hit the reset button here. And uh, as we do our planning going forward, we need to take into a lot more than just, oh, I'm just going to do typical large company uh, 60-40 stock bond split. Well, Brian, I really appreciate your time today and doing it from your house. And as always, I want to thank you for your expertise. You're the voice of reason and the voice of calm there. So if you'd like a first, second, third, fourth opinion about your portfolio, again, call Madrona Financial Services at 844-MADRONA, 844-MADRONA. You can ask about tax advantage strategies too. 844-MADRONA or online at madronafinancial.com. Once again, Brian, we're out of time for this week. Before we go, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. The executive producer growing your wealth, John Capuano. Our director of program operations is the cookie monster, Greg Dinitz. Our show is produced by the lovely, talented, and dangerous six-degree black belt. Our Swedish princess, Stephanie Schoblum, Maite Talaveras as our associate producer. Laura McLaughlin's our content supervisor. Josh Toys, our technical editor. And Superboy Pete Gustin is our announcer. For Brian Evans, I'm Jeff Shade. Have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you again next week with another edition of Growing Your Wealth. 
Hi, this is Brian Evans, president of Madrona Financial Services. As a CPA and wealth manager, I've had lots of clients who owned highly appreciated real estate. And when it was time to sell that property, they all ran into the same problem, a huge tax bill. Up to now, some of their only options were to either follow the strict requirements of a 1031 exchange for another property or pay the hefty tax on the gain. We have access to another option to help our clients. It's called a DST. With a DST, you can still receive the benefits of property ownership like passive income, but you won't be responsible for all the debt or management. And best of all, a DST may meet the qualifications for your 1031 exchange. Now you can potentially defer the tax hit on your highly appreciated property and still get the benefits of investing in real estate. Call us today at 844-MADRONA to learn more about our DST program or visit us online at madronafinancial.com. DST investments are only available to accredited investors and are offered solely through the issuer's offering documents. The DST sponsor determines whether to accept any individual subscription documents. Don't be at the mercy of Wall Street. The erratic stock market volatility could cost you hundreds of thousands and keep you or put you back in the workforce. For those near or in retirement, large market downturns could be devastating to your future. So if you're over the age of 55 and aren't 100% sure that your retirement plan is protected, call Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA for Retirement Readiness Review. It takes about an hour to find out if you are too exposed to stock market swings, if fees are eroding your gains, if you're paying too much in taxes, and if you're maximizing on your Social Security benefits. You can have the financial security you deserve. Take charge of your retirement and call the retirement team at Madrona Financial Services today at 844-MADRONA. That's 844-MADRONA. Or visit madronafinancial.com. Your retirement readiness review with Madrona Financial could change your life in about an hour. Call today. 844-MADRONA. 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 844